When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Age of Radio. Previously on Mission to Mars, everybody's favorite victim of prison rape, Tim Robbins, as Woody Blake. Is it too soon to make fun of the rich whites in an untested vehicle? <laughs> Was Brian De Palma directing this movie? That's right, baby. We're getting a one shot for a while. I mean, which one would you give a blowjob to? Do you think Emotep is appearing soon? It was like uh, Wayne and Garth in front of the green screen in Wayne's World where it's like, (laughs) oh, look, I'm at my wedding. Oh, look, we're at the amusement park. (laughs) Oh, we're in Delaware. (laughs) Yeah. Or the rest of this movie is a Jacob's Ladder scenario. <laughs> but Diana, when you're urgent, you're not thinking straight. It's like being on a podcast and just saying the stupid shit that comes out of your mouth at any second. And this is why husbands and wives should not do podcasts together. Or go to space. But and, whatever. Instead, Tim Robbins goes, baby, gotta go back because I want a divorce. Pops his helmet off. By the way, since we're in science class here, I, I realize I used the phrase re-entry a moment ago to describe this process, but uh, if you've never been to Mars before, I guess it's just entry. I, I'd like to prefer to call it penetration of Mars. No means no, Steve. Mars is actually purgatory. Ooh. That's why they rob casinos together. Man can only masturbate so much. <laughs> Clearly, Emotep was trying to clone a Nuxuna moon. Uh, we, we put her in the in the fifth element machine to make a woman, and there you go. It's like, even if you put the code in, then it's also like, okay, select all the grids that have bicycles in them or whatever. Prove you're not a robot. And he's only doing a one-way ticket, guaranteed, because he has dead wife disease. I can't, Lieutenant Dan. Every time I look at you, I see his face exploding in zero gravity at negative 273 degrees Kelvin. Holy Christ, what the fuck is that? The symbolism of a man and a woman and a black guy coming together. With an alien creature. I have an important question. How many bathrooms are on this uh, rocket ship? All right. So anyway, yeah, after they join hands and say grace until the alien <laughs> disappears. Oh, so it's a, he, he's off to become a delicacy in the finest restaurant in outer space. Climb aboard the juice box. I appreciate you picking my flowers, but did you have to salt the earth so nothing would ever grow again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I learned that Dr. Pepper saves lives. Uh, I learned that uh, some couples dance and some couples go to Mars. I learned that there's a little Jerry O'Connell in all of us staying in the ship. <laughs> and now, Red Planet. Cute, huh? <laughs> Not really. She could have hurt me. Yeah, to wear a knife inside, she's all green beret. The Mars terraforming project will be the greatest achievement in the history of human exploration. We have to make Mars the future, or mankind 
is history. Ready? Big day. No room for mistakes either. Gentlemen, we're eating dinner on Mars. We're off target. Auto guidance systems out. And I'm Missy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing Doppelganger December and the previous episode with Woo! 2000's Red Planet. Yeah! Oh, but babe, we're still not alone for this one. Oh, we're not? No, yeah, they didn't take their helmet off upon <laughs> while floating around in uh, Mars's atmosphere. Nope, it's Red and Diana from Happily Ever Aftermath. Welcome! Hello. Hi. I also didn't take my diaper off, so I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> no pee breaks till Mars. Uh. <laughs> uh, so I, I think we might have mentioned this before. Uh, was this everybody's first time watching Red Planet, or you had seen it on? TV, I had seen sorta? it, and I remembered very little from it, except for it was not very good. <laughs> Spoilers. We will see. We will see. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, we, that's why we're talking about it on a uh, Bad to Questionable Movie podcast. <laughs> uh, but before uh, we get too deep, babe, I don't know about you. Steve. I'm all thirsty. Ooh, I'm still sober, technically. Oh, all right. <laughs> we have from You Winter Brewing, Was Angeles. Yeah. Uh, 5% alcohol by volume, brewed with renewable power, wind and solar. Pack it in, pack it out. You into brewing. I'm going to pop this top here. Steve, it's not dirty. Why are you laughing? My top. <laughs> pack it in, pack it out. And the top. And the board. This looks like a light lager. Has yeah. a off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles and a lingering. Yeah. Mm, smells, smells very like mild. national lager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like almost nothing. Mmm. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. gone sour. Has it? It's very green apple. Oh, yeah, it's gone yeah. sour. Yeah, it's got a little green apple to it. Yeah, maybe... Um, We've had this for a little while. Yeah, this one's been around for at least six months, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we got this over the summer. Yeah. See, uh, I'm going to make us not sick on this hey, one. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> We're clearing out our beer inventory, y'all. <laughs> I may or may not have a uh, Yacht Rock juice box still waiting for me. Life will keep me away from you. <laughs> Ah, uh, Steve, you're a songbird. <laughs> so yeah, I guess uh, 2000's Red Planet, uh, released in November of 2000, eight months after Mission to Mars, <laughs> we talked about last episode, uh, from director Anthony Hoffman. Who's he, Steve? That's a great goddamn question. You know why? Hmm? 
He did because that. he's not Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's the nom de plume of Anthony Hopkins. Like I can direct a movie. <laughs> no, uh, th- this was basically his only uh, movie that he directed. Oh, but he's done lots of Super Bowl commercials like the Budweiser Clydesdales, Fiat, Mercedes Benz, Adidas, Heineken, and Vodafone. Woo! So he's a commercial director hmm. that they okay. made this movie with. Yeah. But the story comes from Chuck Ferrer. Who's he, Steve? That name doesn't sound familiar to anybody. <laughs> All right. Because uh, he wrote <laughs> Sudden Impact, <gasps> Navy Seals, <gasps> Dark Man, <gasps> Hard Target. Oh, ah! shit. <laughs> Barbed Wire. Okay. The Jackal, Virus, This, and The Green Hornet. That's right. 100% wow. bangers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And screenplay by Jonathan Lemkin. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> oh! I'm glad you asked, Diana. Uh, he wrote an episode of Moonlighting, oh. four of Hill Street Blues, okay. seven of Twenty One Jump Street, hmm. one of Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero, and then a couple little movies like The Devil's Advocate. Whoa! <gasps> Excuse me. Uh, Lethal Weapon Four, <laughs> this, and Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. That's right. <laughs> That's a uh, Marky Mark's uh, shooter. For everybody else out there. Oh, dang it. I was thinking to shoot him up. No. No, that's uh, Michael Davis, who we talked about a bunch during the Prehysteria movies. Oh, jeez. Have, uh, have you done shoot him up? Uh, no, because we only oh, do bad movies, yeah. Diana. That's, okay, just yeah. checking. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Come on, Diana. We, we don't do greatest movies of all time here. Just checking. <laughs> Save it for for screening country or something, <laughs> where we talked about 2006's Wicker Man. Uh, oh, but the cast, yep, still no stars in the sky for they're all in this cast. Sir Val Kilmer as Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, couldn't stop the. He should have had a mustache. That's all I'm saying. Mustache <laughs> and a hammer. <laughs> exactly. He was the celebrity on the maiden voyage. <laughs> Uh, so she's Carrie... that dog's paw touching the keyboard. Yeah, she keep her just, just, just down there. Just, just <laughs> keeps inching it back. Let's <laughs> oh, see if get his belly, get his belly up again. So yeah, she's gonna stop. restretch and get closer. As you hear random keys being hit on the laptop, it's Sushi just chasing a bunny in his sleep or something. <laughs> uh, but also in this movie, Carrie Ann Moss as Bowman. Who's she, Steve? Uh, Matrix, Memento, um, mm-hmm. shit, uh, Patient this? Zero, yeah. Uh, yeah, other stuff, I don't know. Uh, Tom Sizemore as Birkenell. Virginal or something. Nah. Uh, let's see. Who's he? Uh, National Born Killers? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know that guy that looks like a psycho in every movie? <laughs> I think he was in like Mimic. Uh, da, 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 da. Shoot, the other one. True Romance. Oh, yeah. True mm. Romance. Um, He's probably in like... Is he in Saving uh, Private uh, Ryan? He, he is in Saving yes, Private Ryan. Yes, he, he was in Heat. Oh, right. Heat. Yeah. There you go. And in the uh, papers a lot. Oh yeah, in the papers more than he probably should be. Uh, oh, and he he, uh, uh, he died earlier he this year, right? We, yeah, 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 that's right. That, that came as a surprise to Diana. We were talking about afterward. That was uh... yeah. I mixed him up with Chris Penn, where I'm like, oh, didn't he die like a like in the early 2000s? No, 
This is the other one from True Romance. Correct. Uh, Benjamin Bratt as Satin. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, Who's fr- he? From, you know, uh, Law and Order for a little while and Doctor Strange also there. Demolition Man. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, Catwoman. <laughs> he dated Julia uh, Roberts. Blood In, Blood Out, I think. Or oh, one, of those, one of those kind of movies. That might be know. right. Oh, oh, uh, um, Miss Congeniality. Yes, oh, Miss Congeniality. Yes. Good pull. There we go. Uh, then Terrence Stamp as Chantillus. Lord Zod, come on, guys. No, no. Kneel before Zod. Yeah. You notice none of us needed to know who he was. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Stamp. Stamp. yeah. Uh-huh. I think he was a Bond villain. Uh, or no, that was Jonathan Price, wasn't it? Oh, don't forget, <laughs> yeah. don't forget his huge role in The Phantom Menace. Oh, yes, of course. What? Right. <laughs> uh, are you? Uh, I, yeah. I assume he was cut out of uh, some uh, Terry Gilliam movies. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that feels about right. Or not Terry Gilliam. Who's the... God damn it. The other guy that takes... Uh, the, the Oh, my God. Thin Red Line. The guy that... Oh, uh, Terrence Malick. Like 10 years. Terrence Malick. Yes, Terry Malick. Yeah. Well, it... <laughs> So it doesn't help that it's just like, is it Terrence Stamp or is it Malcolm McDowell? It doesn't matter. <laughs> or Jonathan Price that I always get mixed oh, up too. Oh, yeah, apparently. you're right. Just just old white guy. Yeah, old looking, white guy. Looking very stern and possibly British. And always great in their performances. Correct. Yeah. And then uh, and for the... some reason we have Simon Baker, a.k.a. The Mentalist, as Pettengill. <laughs> yeah! Oh, that guy. Yeah, is it just me or are these like for a movie that runs entirely on last names? Are these names kind of a disaster? I just had like yeah. they're like all three syllables and they all kind of start to sound alike, and I couldn't keep track of like Bumgarner and Chantilly Lace, and you know. With... Yeah, yeah, that's why all my notes it's uh, Kilmer, uh, Matrix, yep. Sizemore, <laughs> uh, Benjamin Bratt, Zod, and Mentalist. Mentalist. Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. we just kept referring to them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, one more note about the cast. Are there any Metal Gear Solid 3 fans in the house? <gasps> Snake Plissken? <'Cause... laughs> uh, not quite, but we've got uh, Neil Ross, voice of Colonel Fulgen, as the uh, as the voice of the onboard spaceship, com- uh, not, uh, ra- rather the space suit computer, when their arms talk to them, I guess. Oh, the yeah. uh, uh, change your oxygen canister now. Yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> you going to die. Anyway. <laughs> Or oh, who, who's the voice of Lucille, the sassiest fucking computer I've ever? Oh talked my god, to. right? I looked, I told you not to do that. Like Johnny Five isn't that fucking sassy. I, I know. I tried I, to look it up, and it said it's like uh, created from like AT and T, you know, voice. Oh, it's an it's an AI voice. It sound, Is that yeah. an actual synthetic voice? Oh man, that's yeah. Because there, there's no listing on uh, on IMDb, right. even though they have. Yeah, it, uncredited did, neil ross yeah it did sound like every single commercial for the past 12 months so yeah that makes sense i i felt that it was like vaguely sigourney weaver but i think yeah. she would have mm-hmm. um it, it was a little bit off so i'm like eh, either they distorted it or it's not her yeah it's either, it's either sigourney weaver or like adrian barbeau or something oh, from Carpenter movies. yeah sorry now i just had a flashback to 90s batman catwoman yeah Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we watched this on the blood bank. Um, oh, God damn it, dog. Dog literally turned the camera on. Woo! Oh, hey, they did. Boop. There we go. How did I didn't see that? anything. Because he hit the screen and apparently that's where it was. Oh, it's a puppy. All right, there we go. Oh, he's a good CP puppy. So yeah, we watched it on the blood bank. Did you guys watch it on Amazon? Yep. 
Yep. It's the way to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or physical media, but yeah, we don't own this one. Yeah, I actually checked the library and any of those resources. I'm like, come on, you could do it. <laughs> come on. It's going to Mars, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the movie, of course, starts off with, uh, you know, by 2025, um, humans started looking for a new planet because they just fucked theirs up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that doesn't age like perfection. <laughs> We, we fucked yeah. ours up, and so we started looking for another one. Perfect. So we started terraforming uh, uh, Mars. We sent different kinds of algae over to provide everything we could need. But when we sent our probes out, all of a sudden all the algae was gone, and there was no oxygen. So we had to send the very first space crew ever out to go check it out. And I'm your captain. I'm not going to be narrating from here on out, but I just wanted you to know. And these are a bunch of people that I really don't like, but they're my crew anyway. I I know, man, that opening narration, I have so many thoughts about that. Okay, number one, making a point that it was was like the the greatest act of international collaboration in human history to produce this crew of six white people. Right? (laughs) We got that too. It was like... Yeah, yeah, 2025, the year we all come together because the planet's about to die. Yeah, no, guys, it's like a ghost in the shell. They've evolved beyond race. And right. instead of us all looking like Brazilians, we all just look like white people. Yeah, we're all just a pink Tom Sizemore shade. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all that, that red tint. <laughs> oh, don't worry, we're about to get sunburned because we're not ready for this kind of atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, oh man, yeah, just the immediately like doing exposition on everyone's personality flaws and just like yeah this is the most psychologically unfit crew you could imagine like they haven't even taken off yet and already like team cohesion is just absolute shit well and then yeah he's smart but he's also a nihilist and believes in nothing (laughs) oh yeah here's val kilmer he's a maintenance dude but here's the list of his fears and he always has a gun at his side or something right uh, like, shouldn't shouldn't the captain at least even pretend to like one of their staff members? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind oh, of but, vague. But guys, there is one hero on this crew that we all must recognize. Oh, dear. Frickin' ass. It's the multitasking robot, Amy! Woo! Amy wants! <laughs> Amy wants! <laughs> Go to Mars! <laughs> the I, minute we saw that acronym, we were yeah. like, oh, dear. <laughs> That's, we're gonna have to... You're like, that's why Steve picked this. Amy, yeah. star, movie, again. <laughs> yes, and and for those wondering, it sounds for autonomous mapping, evaluation, and evasion. There you go. And uh, I, that did not process with me. I'm just like, oh, it's a robot. That's what's going to happen right now. Yeah. <laughs> the minute a robot was introduced, I'm like, I've seen every space movie involving a robot. That thing's going to go haywire and start killing people. Oh, and we're about to find out she has military mode. Yes. Because why do we need a military mode? Exactly. Quick question. Why? (laughs) Is that for the... uh, What what did the E stand for again? Uh, Evaluation and evasion? Evasion. There we are. Yeah, evasion. evasion. <laughs> you know, like the military does. Quick, it's double runaway. <laughs> the minute this thing touches down on Mars, we have to see people are going to be trying to shoot that bastard. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's dodging everything like a goddamn matrix. <laughs> I think this is for in case the crew got the space dementia. But oh, yeah. it turns out, yes. spoiler alert: the robot got the space dementia. 
<laughs> Carry on, Moss is just looking at these five guys and like, yeah, I'm going to need to enforce some discipline here. Amy needs to have my back and I'll pull out the guns. So then... Right? Girls got to get yeah. each other's backs. Guys, I agree. It should have been a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Would have made more sense. Captain. <laughs> Gorilla's probably more reliable in the end. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> Amy, you can't eat all the food. <laughs> <laughs> Banana paste crap. <laughs> Did you give her the banana with the dope inside? Yes, I gave her the banana with the dope inside. Man, this movie needed Ernie Hudson. I agree. <laughs> this movie 100% needed Ernie Hudson. Why, why is the mentalist here? <laughs> oh, what if we had replaced the mentalist with Ernie Hudson and he's the unreliable character? Tom Sizemore replaced with Ernie Hudson. <gasps> yes. That's better. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, Val Kilmer replaced with Ernie Hudson. I think, what I think if it was right. just seven Ernie Hudsons in space? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like meet the, meet the flubbers or whatever. But it's meet all the flubbers. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what was the the nutty professor? Yeah, flubber. Uh, fl- so no, what was the one with um... John Malkovich? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was like the nutty professor, and then there was the, like the oh, meet gotcha. his family. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, the meet the clubs. Yeah, yeah, meet yeah, the yeah. clubs. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> I was like, just Ernie Hudson, a bunch of body makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sir, here. <yeah. laughs> oh, Colonel Sanders Hudson. <laughs> Fun fact: originally cast as Eddie Murphy and. Eddie Murphy for all the parts, but uh, <laughs> after the flop of Pluto Nash, they decided against it. <laughs> yeah, he can't go to space anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, we're good. <laughs> but the thing is, if they put Ernie Hudson in there as, like, Tom Sizemore or the Mentalist, I would just be like, well, now we have a conflict of who I want to come back. Yeah, right? Like, man, if it's got to be between Hudson or Kilmer, sorry, Batman. <laughs> we already have six other Batmans. We're okay. Maybe you should, like, sacrifice yourself? (laughs) A warrior's death or something? (laughs) Anyway, so... So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get... Sizemore, I guess, is, like, some rich dude that just came along, and they mentioned the Mentalist as a civilian, too, but then I'm like, but I... I don't know, did he win a prize or something? Is that why he was on the trip? <laughs> he did. Uh, oh, see, I thought he was like the like the psychiatrist or something. That's why he went crazy first. <laughs> I mean, awesome. shrinks, am I right? <laughs> I mean, some sort of I like mentalist? The... <laughs> yeah, he was the, men- the mentalist was the mentalist. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I like the what a contest explanation. He was, he was the one millionth hit on the website. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it he won it on. A, he won it for guessing uh, which Twisted Sister song was playing. Yeah. <laughs> he was the seventy third caller. <laughs> yeah, because because yeah, with, with all the the sassy narration where they're you know listing the fears or whatever the fuck and all the character flaws and also traits, I I, I guess we were just too busy making fun of him or something. <laughs> right. Wait, is that the Mentalist? <laughs> no, oh, uh, I missed why he's on the shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter, and it doesn't not, not like it happens later in the movie or anything so right well the the whole thing with tom sizemore is like yes the civilians so like him and the mentalist but i want to say like tom sizemore is like the science botanist guy because of all the algae he's always talking about that part Mm. and then i i want to say that when it comes up to the more pivotal part last conversation between him and benjamin bratt it was just like, I swear the mentalist said that he's just like, I replaced some other guy. 
and that's why he got to come. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, basically after this explanation, we cut to three months later, like halfway to Mars or whatever, and uh, we get Kilmer uh, walking around with General Zod, and he casually mentions that he can read the stars, and I'm like, that's definitely not going to come up later in the movie, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Navigating by stars or whatever. Um, uh, but they're having, like, a goddamn theological discussion, like, well, yeah, what if the planet dies out in a hundred years or whatever? The human humans, the human race has just been for nothing. No, no poetry, no art, no blah, blah, blah. And General Zod, who's like one of the main captains of the mission, is like, yeah, basically I'm looking for God while I'm out here. And I'm like, oh, that's a red flag. All well, right. <laughs> we then cut to uh carrie ann moss showering and i'm like yep this is my movie and this is what i was expecting <laughs> uh but ryan diana what 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 happens after she's done showering she uh gets out of the shower and then uh val kilmer is there walking in but there's no like oh i'm so sorry it's more like can you hand me a towel uh yeah sure hang on let me keep looking at you uh yeah. why not care because we're all just parts of the crew sir that. I guess it doesn't matter. Well, uh, go back in the shower and uh, come back out, and I'll, I'll pretend like it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah just uh, just pretend like you're seeing your sister naked. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. By the way, why is the one shower in the one hallway? <laughs> right? It's just like between communications and the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, It's like if the, uh, oh my god, mm. the, the elevator in Star Trek was the shower. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to go through the shower to get anywhere. Oh my god, you're using the shower? It's it's about de- space design, Steve. Of course it makes perfect sense if you knew yeah. space. <laughs> it is perfectly efficient by German standards. Yeah. The bathroom, like, like that whole ship did look pretty spacious compared to, like, a real-life naval ship, or even, like, a submarine especially. So it's like, oh, th- there's only one shower, but there's enough room in the in the bathroom adjoining the shower for, like, two, three, maybe four people to stand around and have a conversation. Yeah. It's also the break room. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there's, like, a microwave across the way. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry, just uh, heating up some cocoa. What are you doing? Oh, you need a towel? Here you go. I got some napkins. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then... Uh, I don't know. They they start showing off their suits a little bit and like showing how like they have these. Uh, I, I don't know. They're like the the play calling sheets the quarterback has on their forearms. They can also like control Amy yeah. and a bunch of other things. Right. And uh, <laughs> um, oh, that's right. And they also casually mentioned that like Amy has like oh how is Amy able to last through space? Like oh yeah, she has like a nuclear reactor power cell the size of a beer can. That yeah, it's her. good for eight years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I also demonstrate military mode, and this is my first time asking why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same. To conquer the Martians. That's huh? That's why. Uh, uh, but then, yeah, then we cut to day one sixty eight. So we're you know getting close to Mars, I guess. It's been a few months. Dung dung. Um, oh, what? Oh, the Law and Order oh, sound. The oh. time skip. <laughs> Yeah, Law and Order, Dong Dong, and of course, hey, look, there's Benjamin Bratt check, checking his <laughs> sex messages. Perfect. 
like hey <laughs> we i miss you you come back soon and then next message some different chick like hi poppy it's me come back soon oh <laughs> next message like hey you wouldn't forget your high school girlfriend would you <laughs> and i was like every single one of these is from those lonely singles commercials from the 90s <laughs> <laughs> And uh, speaking of the other Benjamin Bratt movie, Demolition Man, I was waiting for the whole like, ring, chick with her boobs out. Hi. Ch- oh, my God. Wrong number. Yeah, that'd be great. The, the one scene in that movie where it's like, you know, maybe this should be rated R. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but now uh, Carrie Ann Moss, she's she's running to the lab because there's been a 10 degree increase in temperature. And oh my god, there's Tom Sizemore and uh Val Kilmer. Was it Benjamin Was it Val Kilmer? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh my god, they've made some nasty green colored hooch. <laughs> and of course she shares in. <laughs> but this is where okay, I think it was when they were taking shots of this stuff when one of them mentioned like mentioned like Oh yeah, that's why I'm on this untested ship going to Mars for the first time. And I'm like, an untested ship full of rich whites? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I can't believe the body's made out of plastic. And it's like, <laughs> level C screws made out of aluminum. And yeah. Ryan also had a, a really good observation about how, like, considering where space travel is now, it's probably just going to be a bunch of, like, assholes that none of us are going to brute for so this is about right you mean you mean people who would say just out in the open like uh yeah my goal for this is uh to be the king of mars (laughs) i think that's what benjamin bratt wanted that's what tom sizemore wanted oh whatever oh that's right oh yeah i want to get there you know help colonize save the planet blah 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 and tom sizemore like yeah and then eventually like you know i'll just be like the king that... and you carry on moss you, you being the one woman on this yep. uh on this hot dog <laughs> container here right. uh, well, you'll be the queen school. you know repopulate and whatnot I... <laughs> procreation yeah it gave the it gave the distinct impression that he did not start that conversation intending to flirt with the captain but just saw his opportunity and kind of went for it right <laughs> and kind of was like whatever did i mention i'm rich <laughs> yeah don't uh don't give the movie that much credit ryan <laughs> nor his character <laughs> Uh, I, I, I guess I tuned that out because I was just like, all right, I'm ready for you to die. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we come to day 182. That's right. February 2nd, 2057. Sushi's uh, 35th birthday. Yeah. Oh, when he's on. getting ready to break the, the dog, uh, uh, the dog world record for oldest dog. That's Woo! right. Um, and yeah, they're they're approaching Mars, and they're like, "All right, so yeah, there's this habitat thing we're gonna go check out." Uh, I don't know. Uh, boom! Gamma burst, solar flare, shit starts Woo! exploding and sparking all over the ship. <laughs> Quick, everyone to the black boxes. Everything else is being engulfed in flames. Yep. Everybody <laughs> runs to the center of the ship mm-hmm. and just like, I don't know. Here's cool shit happening around them. <laughs> uh so then <laughs> i don't know yeah the, um, the 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 fire getting like sucked out by by like venting all the air that that was uh i, I alluded to this earlier but i thought that was kind of cool yeah. Yeah, a- yeah amidst all the other uh, like it, it, it is unique in that regard too in this movie that's the last time we're gonna hear me say that but yeah that was. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they're basically going to think like, oh yeah, six minutes until like everything just shuts the fuck down. And they're like, oh yeah, suit up, suit up. And then, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, were those not the suits from Lost in Space? Oh, I'm pretty sure these are the suits from the reboot of Lost in Space. Yeah, the the ninety ninety seven the the Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, oh, Lost that in one. Space. Yeah, yeah, I remember talking about that. Where it's like, I I think they were um they were really putting off uh the the helmet or not putting off but like they, they were really delaying putting on the helmets. And I was just staring at it like, is there going to be like a CGI helmet that just like slides over their head automatically? <laughs> I felt like that's what they were building up to. Only in a few scenes, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So they they suit up. Um, Moss is gonna stay behind because she has to like manually release the I don't know skate pods or whatever the, whatever vessel they're taking to get down to the planet. Uh, so I was confused boys... by that. Yeah, because like because like Lucy the AT and T robot is operating basically the entire ship, but uh, Carry On Mass has to be there in order to like manually move a switch, or otherwise yeah. nothing's going to work. That was just as far as I could understand it. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Um, so yeah, the boys are going to Mars. Woo! <laughs> um, and then yeah, the of, uh, of course auto guidance malfunction. Oh no, all systems are down. Uh, zero gravity shit for. Carrie Ann Moss fires. Uh, Lucy is a sassy fucking computer. These are like my notes for the next little bit. Just, <laughs> like this is their action scene. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I guess the the boys in their uh, landing ship or whatever they have to like drop the landing gear and go straight to parachute ball bags or whatever. Right. <laughs> just turn into a gigantic uh, blackberry. Yeah. I, um, so they basically stole <laughs> this from, uh, I want to say, uh, was it Double Team, the Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dennis oh, Rodman movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, because it's a big ship, they got to have like 12 of those little inflatable balls to like bounce around. <laughs> Instead of that. just one yeah. gigantic basketball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, I'll I'll give the movie a little credit. I did read afterward that that is actually very similar to how we landed the the Mars rover on, in real life, basically oh, yeah. just like airbags in all directions. Yeah, it, look kind of goofy. It does make yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as it's not a basketball. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. But uh, but yeah, of course they're bouncing around like a basketball. They go down a canyon and just keep going and going. It's it's like Homer going down the gorge. <laughs> That's what you're saying. I know it. What? Yeah. It's a, no. It, no, I'm sorry. I was doing the Princess Bride. Oof. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if that was meant to build tension, but it came off as just like unintentionally comedic timing where it's like, oh, they're saying, oh shit, more falling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Moss, uh, yeah, this is where she sucks the fire out of, uh, out of out into the vacuum of space, uh, but then is fine afterwards. Uh, meanwhile, on Mars, uh, General Zod, he's hurt his uh it's spleen we find out but i was like they hurt his back like well what his leg what what, what are they what are they even looking at i don't know um, i was like you can live without a spleen you think it'd be okay i don't know i, I mean that's what i thought too <laughs> i guess the internal bleeding was the issue that's what yeah. i said yeah yeah but uh ma she restores power back on the ship as you know she's got a she's got a, excuse me all the other systems to uh reboot or whatever uh, meanwhile, on Mars, they have no navigation. They they can't find the the habitat. They're like, well, before before the, everything got went to shit, it was uh, supposed to be in this area. But then they pull out these like 
liquid screen scrolls or whatever because you know the future and whatnot yeah too distant future and they're like comparing pictures and stuff and i I couldn't quite figure out what's going on but like basically the habitat was missing right the habitat got destroyed but the habitat was supposed to be able to withstand a category five hurricane Yeah, yeah so somebody came in and fucked it up also all the oxygen bottles were gone and all the water was gone that that is what happened there but i'm with you steve where it was so confusing where they where they brought out that tablet that looked like it was from a a, a roll of foil yeah yeah, yeah, just unroll aluminum foil and a, a computer screen. Like, wait, what? Yeah, which that's cool. <laughs> the future, <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, this... uh, is yeah they they have to go trek off, and eventually when they do get there, it's just like what the it's gone, it's all gone. Yeah, even like no trace of like dead algae or anything like that. Like, well, no, this is like where it's supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there should yeah, at least that was... be algae poop or I don't know, burned out whatever's. Yeah, and was that part of the the like subplot about navigating, where it's just like they didn't land where they thought they were, and it was like, well, if if these maps were right, the hab the habitat would be here, but it's not here, but those rocks are here, so we must be, we we have to use all eight hours of our oxygen hiking in in a straight line, right? And and then they find the wreckage. Yeah, so we're definitely on Mars, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, we're on Phoebes or. <laughs> yeah, this part of the movie was filler, basically. Is I think the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's also necessary because uh, this is where General Zod's like, you know what, guys, I'm uh, I'm checking out of this one. Yeah. My my spleen's ruptured. I'm just gonna, you know. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to drag me. I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys will be much faster without me. I'll just you know chill here and take my helmet off. I don't know. Right. Uh, I'll keep my helmet on until you're out of sight and yeah, yeah. maybe take it off later when I'm done. Then, uh, do a Tim praying. Robbins for Mission yeah. to Mars. And... <laughs> right. Have you guys seen Total Recall? It's going to be like that. It's going to be great. <laughs> now go get your ass to Mars, as they say. <laughs> so, uh, right on Mars. And meanwhile, uh, Amy, she was part of the uh, the landing la- landing gear and stuff they had to like jettison or whatever. So she crashed. Uh, but apparently she's also part chopper. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, fucking propellers come out. And she starts flying around and shit. Um, she's got like a little independent helicopter drone that she can send out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and is it here when we we get like the, the robot POV where we see that it's like switching to scary red military mode? Yeah, it's like switching off and on from like green to red just randomly or whatever. Right. Be, be, yeah. I, I guess because it got jostled on the way down, the landing was too rough and that like bump the button that makes it kill everyone so, okay yeah. that's why they need to make robots out of like the uh, nintendo and n64 material Dude, they need to make them out of a like the the designers get the designers out of colt deep freeze who made a uh, game boy color <laughs> Jimmy takahashi anyway yeah the whole time's like there's your problem somebody switch this robot to evil <laughs> <laughs> there we go um so yeah, so the guys yeah find the base. It's all torn to shit, um, and they're like, "Well, why?" Um, it, but, you know, it's around this time like Carrie Moss uh, finally gets communications working, calls Houston, and basically <laughs> says, uh, "So we're fucking pwned. Um, <laughs> I have about uh, all everybody's on on the planet, but they have like 16 minutes of air. Uh, the habitat's destroyed. I'm kind of floating around in a Pepsi can right now that I just got all the oxygen out to put out a fire." Um, send help maybe mm-hmm. and then she like I, I don't know cut her hand or something oh that's right she like tried like brushing some glass off of uh, yeah. like a sink 
a sink or something and like cut her hand and there was so much blood. <laughs> so so much blood. Like yes. not even a like not even funny amount of blood. Do you, yeah. do you, then, uh, do you, what was the point of that even? It's just like the, the the fact that the crew can't stop screwing up in the most like trivial ways. <laughs> just, right? Yeah. Oh, it's to show that she's so distracted she didn't even think to not wipe to sit in glass and wipe glass with her bare hands. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, Ryan, I'll tell you why that scene exists. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you see how fucking cool the little floating blood bubbles were? That was kind of cool. CGI, baby! Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I just realized... CGI is, I, mean, it, I mean, it's no floating zero-G M&Ms, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's no Event Horizon, am I right? Oh, Event Horizon. <laughs> it just occurred to me, because both of uh, Red Planet and Mission to Mars had the whole, like, blood hand injury situation going mm-hmm. on. So oh, yeah. I am of the opinion that... Uh, the the script for both came from the same high school creative writing class. <laughs> yes. Where it's like, all right, here's the thing picked out of a hat, a Mars space movie, and you must include a hand injury. Yeah, you see, you got to watch out, because anytime a character is bleeding from the palm, you got to watch out for that, like, Jesus stigmata symbolism. Uh, oh, ask me what it means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so meanwhile on Mars, the guys are just waiting for Def's sweet embrace as they run out of oxygen. Oh, this... Roll credits, guys. What do we think of Red Planet? That's what Would I said. Would not recommend. No. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, Benjamin Bratt, he uh, he just like wanders off from the rest of them because they're just like, you know, counting down, like sitting just, you know, I, I guess trying to control their breathing so they last a few seconds longer or whatever. Mm. Uh, but he's checking out the canyon and... Uh, you know, he's like, well, at least I got a pretty nice view for Diane. And the mentalist comes over and, I don't know, starts starts up a conversation. But then uh, Benjamin Bratt basically ends up calling him a pussy. He, <laughs> it was like the the biggest escalation ever because it had to do with just like, why can't you just admit that you missed? I didn't make a mistake. I was right. Things went wrong. Wasn't my fault. That's right. Okay. And then calls him a pussy, and then the mentalist shoves Benjamin Brad off the side. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yahoo! Splat. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. So then mentalist goes back to where everybody else is, and they're like, uh, how's it going? Like, well, Captain Brad just jumped uh, jumped in the fucking canyon. I don't know why. So, uh, that's my day. How about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they, yeah, Sizemore and Kilmer, they're looking at each other like, yeah, that didn't happen, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, he's, he's so, like, he, he's so defensive. I mean, th- this escalates later, but he's like, uh, yeah, he, he jumped and I totally didn't push him. And he's like, um, I mean, he was about to die of asphyxiation, so I would have believed that he chose to, you know, commit suicide by jumping. But, no, but okay. I really didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I don't know why no, you I keep saying that. You know what? I, but I want you to know that I didn't kill him. I, I, I believed you from the beginning, but you know, okay. You know what? I, I really wish you'd just stop accusing me of killing I can't believe you guys it. won't believe me. It's not like I've done this before several times back in college. What? Yeah, the guy... Uh... Oh, my God. Do you think there's a deleted scene where it turns out the guy's place he took that I think I remember him saying he killed him, too? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, Paul Giamatti, who's going to be a part of this movie or something? And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not a big draw anymore. Ah! This is uh, Gary Sinise got kicked off the crew at the last minute, but <laughs> I'm glad you invited me to the Grand Canyon three days before this mission. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I do regret reindeer games. <laughs> no, he doesn't. If he doesn't, uh, if he doesn't regret uh, Howard Stern's private parts. He's not going to regret reindeer games. Scary Sinise... Guys, come on. Benjamin Brad totally died of chicken pox. He was hanging out. Scary <laughs> Sinise and private parts. Oh, Gary Sinise. <laughs> we're, uh, we're talking about Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh, I imagine Paul Giamatti regrets uh, Planet of the Apes. Maybe. I don't know. So we found out a fun fact about that Planet of the Apes. Ooh. In that, uh, apparently, the like live chimpanzee they had uh-huh. kept punching Marky Mark in the balls. <laughs> uh, while at the same time, there was an ape director to like show them how to act more like apes. And he said, watch the real ape for like cues on how to <laughs> act more like an ape. So apparently, it, the fun thing to do between takes was for the entire cast to just go up and punch Marky Mark in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> we must substantiate this story now. <laughs> yes, I, where's the, I wonder if the found footage is on the DVD that no one owns. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's track down one of those Quick DVDs. interviews with like Michael Clark Duncan and Paul Giamatti. I, yeah, so the first three or four times I felt kind of bad for Mark, but uh, then I realized he was a bit of an asshole. So, <laughs> so uh, then I got Helena don't... Bottom Carter to keep doing it too. <laughs> hey, she is about uh, <laughs> method, method acting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey Diana, uh, not to humiliate us, but don't we own that movie on DVD? Well, you do. <gasps> I don't. It, I do. It was. Oh, it was like one of our first dates. I. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. yeah before our, our uh, it, was, it was one it was of before it was, first, it was the first movie we went to before we were dating. Yes, actually, the yeah. first movie we saw in the theaters together. <laughs> Not oh, a date yeah. though. And then and then bought it on DVD for purely sentimental reasons, and I don't think oh. I ever watched it. But well, the thing is, I think I bought it for you, so we're in this together. <laughs> Aw, that's right. It was a gift. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so then uh, Tom Sizemore and Val Kilmer start talking about hypoxia. It's, it's not going to hurt, is it? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> do you see Tim Robbins in the last movie when he took his helmet off? It's a lot like that. But slower, slower because there's air pressure here, just no oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> it prolongs the experience. It's going to be fine. And then we get to watch it for a few minutes. Like If it were easy, everybody would do it. So then... <laughs> it's a shame my wife isn't here to see this. <laughs> Well, hold on a second. So he said epoxia, but like, can you imagine if there was a little scene where it's just like, uh, uh, Val Kilmer's dying, Val Kilmer's dying. Oh, I can see why some people do this when they try to jack off. I mean, uh! yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so Diana, stop reading my notes, because, uh... <laughs> oh, crap. So we, so we see Val Kilmer all erotic asphyxiating, and then he just opens his helmet, and everybody's like, no, don't do that, it's even worse! Have you seen Total Recall? But then he's like, oh, what the... Guys... I can breathe. And am I a Martian? <laughs> but uh, no, it's like it's like high altitude and stuff. But yeah, there's there's definitely oxygen here. What what the fuck is going on, guys? And uh, everyone in the theater is like, yeah, what the fuck is going on, guys? Sorry, we thought this movie was over already. Yeah, I'm already grabbing my popcorn and leaving my seat. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I love the really long hesitation before the other crew members open their masks because it's like they're they're weighing the option of of like dying inside their suit versus trusting Val Kilmer. Yeah, right? yeah like you now Iceman here may just be fucking with us. Haha, <laughs> 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 uh-huh, sucker! <laughs> you could add an extra forty-seven seconds. <laughs> 
So then, uh, I don't know, night starts falling, so they uh, set that ha- what's left of the habitat into a giant bonfire, because, you know, rocket fuel's there. Woo! <laughs> yeah, this will keep us warm for about four seconds. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be briefly at about 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit and then freezing again. Yeah, I, I was waiting for him to, like, set it, and then just, like, the habitat just flies off into the atmosphere. <laughs> like, oh, shit, that's how rocket fuel works. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're they're huddled around this bonfire and uh we see amy has found the fire as well and starts uh you know getting closer or whatever and they're like oh hey amy welcome back and she's like amy what banana and you know they're checking her circuits like that's weird she's not supposed to be in gorilla mode and... <laughs> yeah uh so this was the part i don't know steve steve was having trouble with but from what i understand yeah. uh amy got damaged and they need a way to communicate with the ship so uh, they were like, uh, ooh, use Amy to communicate with the ship. But that part of her was severely damaged. So they were going to need to take out her motherboard. And Velkimmer's like, but that would kill her. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the big guy was basically like, uh, well, Yeah, whatever, fuck her. She's a robot. Want... He was like, you want me to do it? Or do you want to take your, or do you want to kill your baby? And he was like, no, no. And Velkimmer's like, no, no, I can do it. And that's when uh, Amy was like, nope, fuck you guys. No, Don't disassemble. No, disassemble. <laughs> And that's why she flipped and went completely batshit crazy. She breaks one of Big Guy's ribs um, because uh, she's playing war games. Yeah. So so that was the part that confused me because I'm like, you know, it shows her like fucking karate chopping this, uh, you know, slicing and dicing this like spear or whatever they're trying to stab her with. And then she gets a hold of Tom Sizemore and I'm like, all right, this is where she like reaches in, grabs his heart and pulls it out nope. along with the entrails. She, she like, very, nope, just pinched a rib until it broke. And Very strategically only broke one rib. To slow them all down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, or just kill them. I know. Well, see, she's malfunctioning. Yeah, so she's in game mode, but Falcomer... <laughs> break my rib in a game and see what happens. That's right, football players. But yeah, yeah I think uh, they actually said it's like, yeah, deprive the enemy of resources by making them take care of the wounded guy. It's guerrilla tactics. And we're like, yeah, gorilla, Amy, right? Yeah, yeah. Amy, Amy, good, gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Amy, pretty gorilla. Pretty, pretty gorilla. Go away. <laughs> So this is yeah and okay so it's like it 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 it's a repurposed military robot so that's why it houses all these fighting capabilities but like uh, no no guns or projectiles it's just it just has like knives and stuff or a, yeah uh, no you can see her marker. like project her like gun and projectile canisters are just empty so sorry she's just gonna like beat you with her like billy club yes or, oh oh wait oh hey. right. <laughs> Oh my god, wait. I <laughs> did, could did, see a space robot needing to have a bus up. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, she doesn't have to be a military robot. She could have just been a building robot that go that gets short circuited. Or a bender I, of some sort. Okay, <laughs> I'm 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 astonished that the screw had the foresight not to load bullets into the science robot, so you know, gold star for them on that. But yeah, it just uh, is that and, and it's like, oh, it, it only wanted to kill them because they were going to turn it off. And like, uh, okay, yeah, I guess they did like Asimov's laws of robotics, but they put them in a different order. It's like Yeah. <laughs> Self preservation number one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh so yeah, that night they're like, wait, why didn't she kill us in yeah, war games or whatever? And I'm like, because plot. That's why. <laughs> because they want a second and third act to this movie. Um, but yeah, so the morning comes. Um, I, I don't know. The, the guys wake up and they're all just pissing at the same time. They're like, oh, wow, my heart is amazing in this low gravity. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is uh, 
This is children on Mars, guys. Come on. <laughs> hey, look, I can write my name. <laughs> you think it'll be there when the next crew comes? <laughs> anyway. Leave the only woman in orbit. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they, we cut to Carrie Ann Moss observing through the superpowered telescope and like, ooh, Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Mentalist. Meh. <laughs> More like mentalist. <laughs> um... Yes, yeah, so yeah, but, but Carrie Ann Moss, she does get the engines back online with some help from Houston, you know, doing the, like, messages back and forth, but each email takes 40 minutes, you know, like work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> Looks like she was uh, changing the gigantic filter in the computer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she opened it up and it was like a fucking green antifreeze filter or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, this thing's not supposed to be this color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait these are blue when we started right <laughs> those guys peeing in this thing <laughs> <laughs> well the ark in space <laughs> <laughs> you think i can hit this base station from here anyway uh so uh so yeah so the guys they uh decide like all right we gotta go so they like open up uh one of the rovers around there for like parts and like pull out a modem or something um and uh and it tries uh, to kill them yeah <laughs> the the rover then runs over their toes and uh, <laughs> now but they, they like piece together like a like a radio or something and they're like, trying to call houston uh but but it, but it's one of those things like well yeah with this you know shortwave radio whatever we made it's gonna take two hours for them to even get it or something or no, it I, I, think, I think it was the same like 40 minutes just like that's right they wait like two hours that's right they're like yeah no response but then, uh, I don't know, Houston sent their message back and like, to, to Moss, and she's like, hey, uh, Captain Moss, you're not going to believe this, but uh, your guys have a fucking radio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just as Val Kilmer's about to toss the radio, <laughs> he's like, hello, hello, is anyone there? And he like pulls it back on a string like it's a fucking yo-yo or something. <laughs> like it's Tim Robbins floating in space. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank God I had this tether on it. Woo! <laughs> um but uh yeah they they they're like oh okay cool we can talk to one another i don't know if that really helps us but i guess we'll find out uh basically they like catch her up like uh yeah general zod decided to die benjamin bratt killed himself amy's going fucking awire and uh, he totally uh, killed himself you all saw yeah yeah Yeah, the mentalist uh (laughs) asked me to repeat he totally didn't kill benjamin bratt don't know why he's so stuck on that but uh (laughs) yeah and then, uh, and then she she has one simple question like, "All right, that's cool. Um, how the fuck are you guys breathing exactly?" <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the last. Thing. Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Um, we don't know, but we are. <laughs> or you're talking to the ghosts of Mars. Woo! Ra 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 ra. So now the plan is to go uh, like a hundred kilometers or whatever to some like Russian probe or something they had that landed there 50 years ago and i don't know try to turn that into a, a rocket <laughs> get back to the get back to carry Ann moss and then go from there i i, I guess <laughs> but um yeah they're like all right cool uh as long as we don't have like a time constraint or a ticking clock of some sort and she's like ooh, <laughs> about that um i have like 19 hours until i like have to leave to get the fuck out of here otherwise Otherwise no one's leaving otherwise we have to stay here for like six months or something yeah 
Uh, oh, and by the way, I'm about to go on the dark side of the moon, so bye! Yeah, yeah. By the way, I might be able to talk to you for about five hours, so good luck! <laughs> Click. Uh, and then we get a flashback of Car- uh, Captain Moss uh, having almost the exact same interaction with Val Kilmer <laughs> where she pops out of the shower or whatever. Um, and they, like, almost kiss, but they don't. And as I've written down, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you always regret the one you didn't bang, right, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like we, we, Ryan, we, that was a trap. <laughs> you were supposed to fall for it. You were supposed to call me a chauvinist pig. You chauvinist pig, right there. All right, all right let's, try, let's try that again. You always regret the one you didn't bang, right, Ryan? Who? What? This woman doesn't exist. I... <laughs> Steve, how dare you? That's very misogynistic. <laughs> She threw herself off that cliff. <laughs> oh no! Right on, on, onto my penis. <laughs> so many things we learned in this movie, <laughs> mostly about our co-host. Uh, so. Hang on, I think I need to be calling a divorce lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Diana, put your helmet back on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these movies. Uh, all right, so. <laughs> we never shot. should have gone in a space together. <laughs> yeah, right. There should have been some sort of protocol where NASA astronauts who were married to one another can't be on the same mission. What's that? <laughs> That's probably really a goddamn thing. Good call. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, what happens? Oh yeah, so Amy's like stalking the guys as they're you know walking across the barren wasteland of Mars, and um. But every once in a while, they'll, like, show them, like, in the distance walking across this vastness, and then the ground starts moving or walking or something. Like, some of the rocks start moving. And it's like, what? Is, is that supposed to be a thing? Because, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they'll, they'll let me know later, won't they? Yeah. 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 At this point, I was I was uh, talking with Diana about, it's similar to, to uh, when we watched Mission to Mars, the fact that these movies are so forgotten that we haven't even bothered to, like, read the Wikipedia synopsis. It is kind of fun not even knowing, yeah. like, exactly what the threat is going to be, like, even if the trailer had told you, because it's like, we have, you know, interpersonal conflict, one, like, you know... Murder has already occurred within the crew. We have the killer robot that they sicked on themselves accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's alien bugs. So. Yeah, we have to rely on tropes to get through this movie. Like, okay, yeah. Space Dementia is coming up, though, right, guys? Right. <laughs> I, I would say so, considering we haven't really been paying attention to the mentalist and why he's just like, I didn't kill him. You think I killed him, though? Like, what? Ryan and I, like, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> So that's why we were just really confused when I'm just like, no, we know you killed him, but they, are they, you think that they're suspecting something? Because yeah, I think they just don't like you in general. I mean, no one likes anyone, but he's not special. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah um, Moss uh, gets back to Kilmer on the radio or whatever. And he's like, hey, she's like, hey, I, I just want to talk to you for a second. And he's like, uh, okay, cool. I turn off the intercom. What's going on? Uh, are we gonna make out or something? Is he like uh, something like that? So, all right. So this Russian probe thing is like a rock sample uh, container thing, and it's only gonna fit two people. So, um, anyway, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this is where we find out that like, I think Sizemore Grandpa was with the Rolling Stones, and I'm like, well, that explains why he's super rich, I guess. 
Uh, what? What? No. Really? no. No, no, no. Val, Val Kilmer was singing the Rolling Stones. Yeah, but th- but then uh, Tom Sizemore said, oh, you yeah. know, my grandpa played with the Rolling Stones. Did he? I thought it was just, he used to sing that song, but not, like, perform it. Just, you know, like, <laughs> he liked that song and he would sing it, you know, to him or in the shower, know. you know. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I, reading into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was just like, hey, my grandpa used to listen to that. Like, hey, remember, we're in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, remember, it's 2057, man. <laughs> the Taylor Swift, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I saw the Rolling Stones on tour last year, you know. Yeah, in 2055 yeah their mars tour they, uh, oh man you know so... since they were reduced to algae and heads and vats or whatever like yeah, a exactly. drama. it's so great that taylor swift is able to re recapture her career after spending 40 years in jail after that hit and run right <laughs> i don't she know she became but... more famous in Folsom prison somehow <laughs> But the thing is, though, is that if they had really, like, been paying attention, it was The Mentalist the whole time. <gasps> I wanted a hit album! Yep. A so that... hit album. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we cut back to uh, Carrie Ann Moss, who, you know, has to take her... Uh... <laughs> take her extra layers off so we can see those nips and i'm like must be cold on that spaceship right tidbit nipply good thing bras uh got de-invented that's right oh well, wire would never come in handy speaking of which uh, when she's talking to houston she was saying it was uh shoot what was it ryan uh t uh it was tu oh yeah oh, yeah. oh, oh a, a tango uniform tango uniform and we're like, yeah, did not know what that meant. I was like, nope, I know Foxtrot nope, nope, uniform. Oh, did Never you guys of... not look it up? I did. Uh, Diana did. <laughs> oh, okay. Was it was it me, Diana? Well, she had to, you know, examine it herself <laughs> first with her T-shirt, but it's tits up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's military slang, y'all. <laughs> Apparently, Carrie had Masa switched to military mode and. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's basically like, hey guys, uh, just a heads up, there's an ice storm on the way, and like, now? Uh, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we kind of know, it's like 100 miles an hour winds going on here. And she's like, yeah, it's also negative 50 degrees, why don't you guys like try to hide out somewhere? And they're like, in the middle of fucking nowhere! <laughs> yeah, but Hopefully they, uh, you have some kind of ice man with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna do, ice man? Follow me to this crevice. Slink. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they yeah they find like a little crevice or whatever to hang out in, and uh, this this is where mentalist is like, I definitely didn't kill Brad. I can't believe you guys keep accusing me of this, and they're like, What the fuck, are you... dude? Calm down, space I think, I think this was like his big almost confession. It's like, look, guys, I know you think I killed him. Oh no! But, this but what evidence you... do you really have besides my confession? You guys, this was after Val Kimmer was like, "Hey, so um, oh yeah, fun oh, yeah. fact, yeah, spoilers. It uh... turns out uh, there's not really enough room for three people, only two. So I'm sending both of you guys, and uh, you, it's Russian crafts. You're probably gonna blow up anyway, and uh, I'll live, I'll live both you fuckers. Yeah, just be sure to make a statue of me. <laughs> and then uh, this is this is when the mentalist was like, "Yeah, but like." You two are like best friends, and like you're not gonna go together. And like, do you trust me? And everybody hates me because I totally didn't kill the captain. I totally <laughs> like, didn't kill that damn guy, it, dude. I 100. I, I like how he's even like, you, you guys believe me, right? And they're just kind of like staring off into space, like we should probably just get some sleep, right? Yeah, <laughs> I believed you before. <laughs> I mean, starting to second guess it, but. <laughs> I mean, I believe that we don't like you, but what? what? 
Just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, so then we cut to them, I don't know, sleeping slash passing out for a bit. Uh, but then when they wake up, it's like, oh shit, where's the mentalist? Oh fuck, you took the radio, what an asshole! <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, so he's running along in the middle of this ice storm with the radio, and uh, Amy finds him, and uh, we get a nice little POV rapid shot of, like, I guess Amy eviscerating him or something, like, just yeah. wailing on him, but, like, I don't it's know. It's kind of his face with the science around. probes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, no, we ripped the chicken and stuff all the stuffing in there. <laughs> Oh no, she Amy's entered Julia Child mode. Ah! <laughs> Amy want flavor. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and then the other two, I guess, are just like, all right, well, we should move on. We 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 got a TikTok before this uh this party's over. And uh I don't know, they they find algae and uh um this green laser <laughs> shooting off into the distance and I'm like, Oh yeah, what does that green laser do on their suits? It's just like a. I, I think it's a light, like a, like a laser pointer. I, yeah, I think it's yeah. like a light. Either that, or like if they, you know, are injured, they can turn it on so they can be spotted, or like blink or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, their it's blinker a... before they turn left. <laughs> yeah, but they it, find... it. Yeah, it's a beacon so you can recover the body if they were careful enough to die lying like precisely on, on their, their back. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, luckily the mentalist, uh, I don't know, was kind of a forty-five degree angle, so they're able to find what's left of them, and. Uh, okay, so then they find his corpse with his helmet on and stuff. Yeah. And like, why the fuck does he have his helmet on? And blah, blah, blah. It's like... Right? Wait, and he killed him though, right? Like, just... Whatever, it doesn't matter. And then we see, like, bugs crawling out of his, like, nostrils and mouth and shit like that and whatever. And it's like, uh, movie? What are, what are we doing now? <laughs> Oh, um, and at this yeah, and at this point, uh, Diane and I were agreed. Oh, it's Emotep's scarab beetles. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They just they jumped over from the other movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Emotep's still on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're with the blue gold, the most precious of gold. What? <laughs> That's the thing. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, the uh, Sizemore, he's like, well, I'm gonna see what his face looks like in there, and they start like. <laughs> starts like welding the helmet off of whatever so he can peek in there for some reason uh, gotta wait, take a look happens? at his eviscerated face you know how often do you get to enjoy this right yeah right <laughs> babe what happens that doesn't trigger any childhood trauma in you oh uh flaming bugs <laughs> <laughs> flaming bugs that's right all these flaming bugs start coming out of uh, the mentalist corpse and flying around <laughs> and, uh, and i'm watching this like what is happening <laughs> the welding torch wouldn't have set all of them on fire immediately after out of every pore of his body what is this <laughs> um but yeah so yeah then they start like eating the algae um and and apparently there's like oh yeah this was what's happening the bugs are eating the algae and they make oxygen and i'm like okay fucking cool i guess we we don't really know how but we just know it's <clears throat> happening Yep. And we see like these these fields, like these like the green hills of Dover. <laughs> just, like the fucking highlands of Scotland with algae all over these hills on Mars or whatever. They are immortal. <laughs> I was a little confused why that wouldn't have been visible through a telescope before they yeah. sent the spaceship out. Yeah. yeah. I, I look, Ryan, yeah. maybe it's only when it's dark. 
Is it hidden and under it's the ice the whole time? 50 yeah. degrees? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's like springtime to them. It's like, all right, after the ice storm comes through, then they bloom and then die <laughs> five minutes later. I don't know. Yeah. Lost my place. <laughs> no. Uh, the, uh, I think the bugs attacked Saz, uh, Tom Sizemore, and he's got oh, the torch. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's like bleeding or whatever, and like the blood hits the ground, and the bugs are like, "Nom nom nom, I want some of that." They did. They need his moisture. Mm. And then, so then Tom Sizemore is like, "All right, well, here, take my empty oxygen tank and complete <laughs> the mission." <laughs> <laughs> and Izzy was the one that had to point it out to me like wait isn't that empty and I'm like yeah it's yeah, fucking they empty were all, they were all dying yeah there's no fucking way they're gonna survive space at all no were they able to refill it with the oxygen on the surface because like that would require a pump but, or something I would think oh, okay so there's like <laughs> 10 breaths of oxygen in there because they're not pressurizing it right yeah right? yeah I don't know yeah yeah so but he's like, here, take the oxygen and complete the mission. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Tim Robbins this bitch. And starts a lighter and boom, fucking explosion that can be seen from space. And I don't understand how that didn't kill Val Kilmer, but thank you, Diana, because that was my next thing. <laughs> Apparently, the spacesuit just is impregnable, except for <laughs> bugs uh, falling off a canyon. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. By the way, was I the only one expecting Benjamin Bratt to come back at the end of this movie? <laughs> oh, oh, Ryan. We were, yeah, yeah we were expecting Terrence Stamp to come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right? Because, yeah, because like presumably he would have been the first guy to figure out that the air was breathable. If he got like tired of like waiting to bleed to death from his spleen, he would have taken his visor off yeah. maybe, and and he's been trying to catch up with him the entire time. Well, yeah, <laughs> but he has a ruptured yeah. spleen, so he's just still sitting there. I'm picturing Benjamin Bratt like killing Amy at the last minute or something, and yeah. then. We get, a, we get a flashback of him falling down the canyon like Homer Simpson, and then like the helmet's cracked. He's like, ah, ah, how am I still screaming? Ah! Yeah, so maybe he had like the blueberry airbag system, just like a smaller version around his body. <laughs> he's like, haha, I'm the captain. I have a helicopter. I got a jetpack. Yeah, and this is why I think I've been corrupted the last 20 years with, like, Marvel movies, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Unless I see, like, their head officially ripped off, they can always come back in the last minute for some sort of, like, heroic something-something. And I I like Ryan's idea where it was just, like, Terrence Stamp in the beginning talked about faith. And I think that we, you know, it would have been interesting if, like, Tom Sizemore died, the mentalist died, Val Kilmer's there, somehow, I had faith, and then he got into the, you know, squished two spots with them kind of thing, but also that yeah. would have really sucked. Or Gotta the, have or, faith, yeah. the faith, the faith, Ooh, Or the algae makes him immortal. Hmm. <laughs> there can be only one. Hear me, hear me I, so, out, guys. All right, so, so I was trying to remember, there, there is a movie where everybody who dies on Mars comes back as a zombie. And Say more. I looked it up. It's not this movie, but I was trying to remember if it was this movie or not. Like, <laughs> the algae made them zombies or something. And so, like, I was fully expecting, like, Val Kilmer to, like, get ready to leave and then all the zombie bodies come back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does explain how he survived. Like, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, after the plume of fire the size of Rhode Island takes out a quarter of Mars, um, you know, Kilmer's the only one left. And uh, he's like, yeah, so I'm the only one here. Um, I'm in the middle of this fire circle you probably see. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it, Carrie Ann Moss. And she's like, no, you've got to do it. Do it for me. 
and then do me. <laughs> and uh, of course, that's enough to get Val Kilmer through the whole night and uh, keep pushing on. Um, and so, yeah, we're about 55 minutes to the deadline to where I, I guess she has to go back. Otherwise, Houston's like going to revoke her passport or something. No, she, I don't know. she won't have the right uh, the amount of fuel. What, what enough fuel? Whatever. She won't have the right amount of fuel, but also like she's got to like slingshot off the planet's oh, gravity. Oh, yeah, 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 And she won't be at the right angle. Yeah, getting further and further right. away. Yeah, that's, that's orbits, otherwise so. she'd have to wait like six months and then, yeah, she won't have enough fuel. Yeah. Yeah, so then uh, mm. we find Cosmos, this uh, Russian... I guess rock probe thingamajig. And, uh, yeah, all we gotta do is get it prepped for flight. Um, all right, you take out these, uh, fuel tanks that are empty and, uh, uh, yeah, I thought this the, computer. I thought the sciencey bits here were kind of interesting. The fact that, like, it was, it was programmed just to fly straight to Earth, and in order to actually make it rendezvous with the ship, they had to, like, remove just enough fuel so it would run out of gas, like, as it reached the proper altitude, and then Carrie and Moss could pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did do but, but, some math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and provided a, an excuse to like have half the fuel just like drained out of the tank already in case yeah. we need it for you know some uh, emergent purpose. Yeah, good old Chekhov's fuel off to the side. Uh, I don't know why it was branded Chekhov's fuel, but anyway, must <laughs> no, be Russian, Russian, Russian space program. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they yeah, he's messing around with the computer. And it's like, oh shoot, we don't have enough power to launch. Like we're we're kind of screwed here, Carrie Ann Moss. Um, oh, by the way, uh, there's these cool bugs <laughs> that uh, turn <laughs> turn anything into oxygen or whatever. So at least those will help save Earth, right? That's that's kind of cool. That'll get me a statue, right? And she's like, <laughs> I should have kissed you. And he's like, totally didn't hear that thing about the bugs saving Earth, did you? <laughs> no. But, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 I should have kissed you. And then they lose calm. Fade to black. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of Red Planet? But <laughs> 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 well, wait, now we have a new ending. <laughs> Not nearly as dour. Okay, so then uh, Amy fl- sh- Amy's chopper shows up and is just like observing Val Kilmer, or whatever. And he sees like, oh shit, oh that's right, Amy's got that that beer can battery that'll send us all the way back to Mars. I or back back to Earth. Sorry, I'm already oh, on he, Mars. Oh, he's like straight up like, oh, I'm going home. Goodbye, Amy. <laughs> yeah, suck a dick, Amy. Um. <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, so he, like, starts putting all the gas into a tank, and he starts MacGyvering some sort of, like, ignition for the the probe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was... A very conspicuous shot of, like, pouring the, the gas into a, into a little opening that had, like, a picture of a pair, uh, of a parachute on it. Yeah. And I was I was confused by that at first. I'm like, why would why would the Russians? But oh, those silly Russians put put a parachute on the gas tank. Or, yeah. Russians with their parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they know they just got to do the squirrel suits with the wings? Yeah, <laughs> much cooler. That's right. Uh, but yeah, then Amy, you know, just kind of sneaks up. On, like he he's, he's like prepped, like looking around for for Amy, and then he realizes like, wait, I'm not hearing a goddamn thing. She's above me, isn't she? And she fucking does like a little Spider-Man glance in front of her, like hanging upside down. And so then really they throughout the, the tension there, they yeah, <laughs> just wanted to be aliens badly. Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, and he slits Val Kilmer. Amy slits Val Kilmer's throat. Says Amy King Earth, and roll credits, <laughs> but. Nope. Instead, she reels back for a fucking haymaker, I guess, 
and like swings and Val Kilmer jumps out of the way and shoots off the, the parachute thing to like, boom, hit her, knock her back, cover in this parachute covered in fuel. And then he says, uh, I, I don't know, something witty, probably something like, uh, ter- you're terminated, fucker. <laughs> does a spark thing. And Amy's, Amy on fire. Ah! <laughs> Uh, fantastic. Um, yes, yeah, so and then, uh, and then I'm like, cool, just have to wait an hour or two for that fire to die down so you can reach in and get that battery. Nope. Nope, yeah. we're skipping all that part. Okay, never mind. Just reach in clearly and already in, He's clearly already in a fireproof spacesuit or he never would have, uh, you know, survived the exploding algae. Yeah. Battery, yeah. battery's, uh, fucking, uh, perfectly fine. No, no ill effects. Got it. Yeah, just reach right in there. Ow, I cut my hand on glass. Yeah. Oh no, blood everywhere. <laughs> but uh yeah he's like yeah i'm going home Woo! and he starts up the cosmos as fuck this planet and Literally. launches into space yeah ship falls apart roll credits guys what do we think of red <laughs> if if so he made that joke about like no i'm gonna be left behind you two are gonna blow up an orbit and i'll live longer than you do i yep. honestly like if that had happened like, <laughs> yeah. so, so fucking great yeah <laughs> This would be on the Criterion channel if that had happened. <laughs> uh, but instead, uh, he's like, hey, you want to come pick me up? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, then we get a whole whole scene of, uh, I don't know, there's like a laser pointer to like lock in on him. And Carrie Ann Moss has to like launch her ass out and uh, you uh, use like the fucking grappling hook from the last movie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But uh, Val Kilmer's out cold. Oh, no. And, you better uh, take a shirt off. Yes, right. <laughs> right. Oh, and when she like retracts with him and the little thing, and they just fucking crash into the docking bay, and I'm like, yeah. "Well, I'm sure it's still space worthy." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then yeah, she says some MacGuffin thing like emergency atmosphere, and Lucille's like emergency atmosphere MacGuffin, <laughs> and then. I don't know, Val Kilmer's corpse is floating around. <laughs> right. And, I don't know, she has to, like, cut him out of the suit and do CPR. It does punch him happens. in the chest a lot. <laughs> yeah. She ends up breaking six of his ribs. <laughs> yeah. So that the rest of the crew has to take care of him. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Not getting much help. Uh, but but yeah, she definitely so- is going to misery him. Oh, you see Val Kilmer (laughs) hobbled in his bed. I wanted to be here. I want to watch fucking Top Secret with you. Yeah, (laughs) That must have been so much fun. Actually, that stunt was kind of a shut up, Kilmer. (laughs) I don't want your commentary. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, (laughs) See, that's how DVD commentaries are in the future. You have to go to space (laughs) with the stars. The film. It's like MST3K in a horrible horror movie. <laughs> in the not-too-distant future. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you could, like, pay, like, via Cameo or something? Like, please do a, a personalized uh, DVD commentary for me for this movie. Right? Yeah. right. <laughs> now Sounds that's expensive. why you have us. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That should have been one of the Kickstarter goals. At the time of this year recording, the Kickstarter for MST3K is wrapping up. And, uh, spoiler alert, they couldn't get $4 million out of MST3K fans. Aww. Well, it's like four times what they've asked before. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, how yeah, much? four million dollars is a huge ask. And they did it 30... during the writer strike. Yeah, or the they, actor strike. They launched it in the beginning of the the yeah yeah yeah. Well, it wasn't good planning, but oh, eh, boo! But usually right. they blow these out of the water. Yeah, but mm. they usually only ask for you know like a couple hundred thousand or something, not four mil million. Yeesh. Okay. But if you donate eighty five dollars, uh, you get a full year subscription to the Gizmoplex. There you go. Yeah, no. Oh, seven hours left as of right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to make it. <clears throat> Probably not. But uh, speaking of not going to make it, Val Kilmer's corpse is floating. No, uh, he, he's <laughs> alive now. They did CPR. He's fine. They're floating around. And he says, let's go home, Lucille. And I was expecting to be like, you're not my fucking boss. You know, because she's a sassy little computer. <laughs> You're and then not uh, my supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> Opening airlock. What? <laughs> but uh, instead, yeah, they scan a bug and they're like, hey, we've got its DNA and Houston's really excited about it. And then they kiss. Um, and they finally kiss, guys. Oh, my God. When do oh, they fall in love? I assume it's when she was naked coming out of the shower and uh, he was staring without permission. Anyway. No, it's when yeah. she said, now just imagine I'm your sister. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he was like. Oh, I'm gonna love you like I love my sister. <laughs> gross. And some oh, no, no, Diana, played. it's not gross in 35 years. You see, <laughs> after President Cruz's eight-year reign. <laughs> Wait, Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, exactly. Who did you think I'm? Okay. There are literally no other cruises. All other cruises have been banned from this podcast. Do you, do you think That's right, know? Tom Cruise. Do you think if Tom Cruise uh, became president, he would change his name back to Tom Maypother the Fourth? I mean, because that sounds more presidential. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, what about Penelope Cruz? She, yeah, she can be president. Okay. Yay! Wait, no, I don't. Was I she think she's of the U.S. Or I was Greek say... or something? I forget exactly what Captain Gurley's mandolin is. <laughs> Greek? Anyway. <laughs> now yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, the president of Greece, John Hurt. <laughs> God, that movie's... Okay, anyway, no, no, no. We're back on the red planet. We're on the red planet, guys. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, Houston's excited. They kiss. And we get some narration that uh, nothing goes as planned. The, this whole mission was kind of screwed. It had the best and the worst of humanity. And somehow we triumph. Anyway, now I got six months to know the janitor... And then they just hardcore fuck. Oh, she's coming back with the baby. That's right. <laughs> she's going to come back with that baby bump. The oh, trimester yeah. baby. No, the actual baby, because that's how Mars gestation works. Oh, right. shit. That low gravity, <laughs> that low gravity jizz gets the point. <laughs> I, I had to, okay, so that, that closing narration was like, we brought the best and the worst of humanity. Why? Why do, why do you only bring the best? it seemed like many foreseeable problems just saying <laughs> and it's also this is the last time i've written down what about benjamin brad is he just on the bottom of the canyon like guys i think my legs are broken but i can breathe oh no <laughs> this is incredible Babe, guys he got he got eaten by the bugs oh, oh shit right. well that's where i was he's confused the, i thought when we saw um what's his name uh the, the mentalist down there i'm like is that benjamin brad i, I th that body's been eviscerated i can't know i can't tell who that is oh shit no, no it was, it was I, him because I mean, he I had mean, the radio yeah 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 so he had the radio and also it was like yeah benjamin brad found a canyon like 100 miles away so. yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's that's yeah. why i'm just irritated because it's like i think that yeah they're gonna be dead i need to see them actually be dead in front of me 
There you go. They're still alive right now. Di- Diana wants to see the corpses of her victims. It's they don't have to be my victims. They could be anybody's victims. There you go. <laughs> she wants autopsy photos. Yeah, well. Well, yeah, guys. Uh, roll credits. That's uh, Red Planet. Um, Diana, would you recommend this movie? No. <laughs> I do not. No. Not, not, not even the least little bit? No, not even if it was, like, streaming on something. Izzy's right. Go see Sunshine if you're going to have to watch, like, yes, a space watch movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, hang on a second. I did find there is a zombie, uh, 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 what's it called? A, uh, Mars movie. Mars movie. It's called The Last Days on Mars. Yeah, there yeah, you Izzy, go. That, the other okay. day, I was like, all right, yeah, we got we to gotta check that one out, I think. It looks creepy. <laughs> right, how about you, Ren? No, no, this is a bad movie. Uh, th- th- there were there were a few parts that like almost broke through. Um, I mentioned the the fire inside the the spaceship and uh, shower. The, the clim- uh, right, yeah, <laughs> the fire in the shower, and uh, and the. <laughs> The, the the very end the the climactic uh, fight against Amy and the fuck this planet might have almost been like uh, kind of a, a redeeming quality but like it's just undermined by the fact that it's all like against the most idiotically preventable threat <laughs> that I can imagine so uh, yeah no just a uh, to- total lack of uh, yeah I, I I didn't care about any of these characters maybe <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss a little bit but she was like not even in most of the movies so yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Nice. How about you, babe? Oh, uh, no, you don't, don't bother with this. Yeah, go, 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 go watch Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I know what you're talking about. This movie's great. <laughs> Mel Kilmer coming back in 2001. Uh, yeah, it's pretty rough, guys. It was, uh, you, you can see why the director had only done one thing, because this was just all over the place and didn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. And I mean, even, even just skipping past the whole science, like, like, I, you know me, I'll, I, I'll watch Armageddon. Oh yeah! Oh, we quoted yeah. almost daily. I, I don't want to talk about the core, but <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's because you know one's in space and one's inside of the Earth in a goddamn unobtainium laser train to hell. I didn't desire to read nothing. It's a giant yeah. diamond. Anyway, all right, we're done. So, yeah. so science-wise, this movie was like not the worst, eh, but uh, yeah, yeah. But, not 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 amazing either. It's, uh, yeah. But plot-wise and compelling-wise, not great. Yeah. Uh, not not even a little bit good. Yeah. Yeah, for having a bunch of like Academy Award watching actors, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Huh? Oh, when we come back, though, hmm? we have more beer. What? Fun facts. <gasps> And what we learn from Red, Red Planet, coming at you at the speed of love. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out UntidyVenus.Etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? 
buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. In the mean streets of Steeltown, Detective John Claw is the law. Jesus, John, he wasn't even resisting arrest. But when the warlords of Africa come to town, even the law needs some help. John, you've lost three partners this month, but we brought in an expert. Meet your new partner. She's been working with Interpol for years. Amy, good, good, gorilla. Captain, no. I don't partner with no talking monkey. Amy, no, monkey. Jesus, John, get woke, will you? She's an ape. And she's been following this Mokeli Mobimbi character for years. You're not the only one that wants to take this some bitch down. <laughs> you did pretty good out there tonight. Clink. Why are you after Mobimbi? Amy, want justice. Bad man, kill family. What? I didn't know he killed your family. Drugs, guns, human trafficking, poaching. Mokele Mabimbi is one evil man. I want Claw and his family dead. Michael Jai White as Mokele Mabimbi. You're too late, John. Now your girlfriend has to pay. Elizabeth Shue, because we need a girl in this movie. John, no! Save yourself! Jean-Claude Van Damme as John Claw. No! And in her triumphant return to cinema, the star of Congo, Amy. <laughs> Amy, I'm glad you could make it. As you can see, I made a vest out of your father. Amy, want justice. Kill ugly bad man. <laughs> you can try. Amy, no, try. Amy, do. <laughs> Coming this fall, Banana Splits, Monkey See, Monkey Die. Directed by Simon West. Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore from Ghostbusters, from Oz, The Hand That Rocks, The Cradle, The Crow, Grayson, Frankie, uh, Monroe Kelly, and Congo. Your great white hunter, though I happen to be black. Steve, Izzy, just want to give you a shout out and let you know to someone that you are truly loved and appreciated. You truly are amazing. If anyone has the tools and the talent, it's you. <laughs> just keep having fun, stay healthy, safe, and of course always, keep on busting. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. This is the greatest ads that I've ever added. In the history of adding. Ah, she said it. They get better every week. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah babe. I don't know about Steve. you. 
I'm a little thirsty. I'm still a little sober. Let's change that. Well, in honor of these movies, we have from Mother Earth Brewing. Because <laughs> don't leave Mother Earth. Cali yes. Creamin Vanilla Creamsicle Ale with, cre- with vanilla and orange. And whipped cream on top. Pop this top. Oh, my top. Nice. And the pour. Oh, do you need a towel? <laughs> oh, I just creamed myself. Yeah. This is a beautiful light gold beer. Has a gorgeous foamy head. Lots of... Tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Hey, Izzy's singing it now. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> you Ooh, smell the orange yeah, right off the top. It smells like orange soda a little bit. It really does. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, malt forward. Nice smell. A little on the sweet side, mm-hmm. but, you know, still pretty well balanced. Like a light hop character. Just, yeah, just kind of a, kind of, I'll say it, kind of a chick beer. This is a delicious chick it's, beer. Yeah, yeah, I'm so glad that I'm a girl yeah. and I get to like enjoy my beers. I don't have to sit there and like grit through them, tears running down my manly face and into my beard because yeah. I need something that's going to take the enamel off my teeth and like well, babe, four years off my life. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, enjoy your WD-40. I'm going to enjoy tasty beer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's Imperial Stout. No. <laughs> You guys still enjoying your beverages? Oh, yeah. I like uh, to hydrate. Yeah, and I, I only prepared one uh, novelty drink for the show. But, uh, yeah, I just finished my second uh, Fireball and Dr. Pepper. And, and by the way, if um, I, I – okay, I, I don't uh, – I'm not really, like, a cocktail person. I have a weird palate. But if you do like Jack and Coke and, want and like, wish it tasted a bit more like candy, I would recommend trying this. It's um, – the, the Dr. Pepper has like a bit of a more complex flavor. I've I've heard that uh, it's not so good to mix with with whiskey because it, it kind of smothers the flavor. But Fireball is also kind of like a louder flavor, and I feel like the two actually stand up to to each other pretty well. So um, yeah, it's uh, I I I unironically like this. It's not something that I'm drinking for the first time because uh, uh, because it fits the movies. Although I was a bit tickled when I when I realized that. So. Um, yeah, people who like are actually like into whiskey would would probably hate this. I, I don't claim to have any kind of actual taste with this, but uh, it's an interesting drink. Maybe give it a try. Nice. If you guys heard <clears throat> slapping, that would be sushi wagging his tail and slapping the keyboard as hard as he can. Yeah. Pod dog, everybody. Oh, is your good boy? Is your good boy? He's been trying to eat my hand for like the last ten minutes. Use little his little nibbles, but He's I'm like corn cobbing you, Steve. I'm, I'm podcasting. Stop he's, trying to eat my hand. That's that he's trying to make sure you're free of parasites. I, he says, "I I'm love you so much. I will eat your parasites." This was after he was looking it for ten minutes. Yeah, so, yeah just to make sure you're clean. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> that is the face of distrust. He <laughs> said, "You're not going to get me infected, fucker." <laughs> so uh mentalist face yeah exactly <laughs> i totally didn't kill my wife sushi i don't want to accuse your wife <laughs> what hey would you guys be interested in any other fun facts about this movie <laughs> i don't know steve are they fun facts super fun facts because fun fun facts well let's find out all right guys rotten tomatoes um ryan what do you what do you think the critics thought of red planet i am going to say eight percent Diana? Uh, I'm going to go all the way up to 11%. Ooh, I will be super generous at 17%. The ladies tie, it's at 14% with the critics. (laughs) But nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience score? 
Oh, I will also go with my super generous 17%. Diana? Uh, I'm going to go 21%. Ryan? Uh, I, I was lucky with the round number before, so I'll say 20%. Uh, Diana is closest 28% with uh, the audience. Mm. Both uh, obviously still lower than uh, Mission to Mars, but uh, guys, I'll I'll put her out there right now. Which one do you guys prefer? Mission to Mars or Red Planet? Oh, definitely Mission to Mars for me. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're both painful in individual ways, and I picked (laughs) Mission to Mars first because it was longer, and I'm like, this one has to be better, and it was not. So Mission to Mars... So Mission to Mars had little, like, kind of brilliant moments. Like, there were sort of, it was sort of one of those, like, is this the dumbest movie in the world? Or is this, like, the smartest movie in the world and I'm too dumb for it? (laughs) I I felt that way about Mission... I have that feeling when uh, I watch Congo every time. (laughs) I feel that way about uh, Mars Attacks, Izzy. I'm just like, what am I missing? (laughs) Mars Attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys, I kind of liked Red Planet, but yeah, yeah, Mission to Mars is better... Up until it turns into contact. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just turns into, yeah. what the fuck? If it was just a rescue mission movie, like they just go, they get Don Cheadle and they get out of there. Yeah. Would you like it more? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You, you make a valid point. Uh, uh, I'll say without joking, Red Planet has a stronger ending. No question. Yeah. 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 Explosions. Boom. So if you put the ending of Red Planet on Mission to Mars, is that the good movie? Oh my god, if Amy just like jumps out of nowhere and starts attacking the Mission to Mars character, that would be... Oh my god, the Mars rover's got genius. If Amy was the defense system from the aliens from Mars and like eviscerated the other team, yeah. uh, except Don Cheadle, who somehow she lost in the rubble or whatever, the, yeah. in the yeah. while spinning the other person into an explosion. Oh, and the tarps <laughs> that they have on Don Cheadle's little like camper or whatever, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, she wasn't programmed to pick up, so she doesn't know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> Not a movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, Mission of Mars. All right. So, continuing with this movie, anyone catch when this movie took place? Like what year? Uh, Red Planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote down twenty fifty seven. Twenty fifth. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, twenty fifty six and twenty fifty seven. Apparently. Did you guys hear sushi? Okay, buddy. He's like, oh, you guys are still going. <laughs> Sorry, Sushi! Oh, oh, it's okay, buddy. I have been so good for so long! I have so much chaos inside Just five more minutes, buddy. It's okay. Could have gotten home from Mars by now. Yeah, right. (laughs) Fucking ever! I'm gonna get a Machui. So the film was originally titled Alone! (laughs) Till now! I always get by! Sorry, the dog bit the uh, God the damn cord. It, dog. What are you the dog doing? is biting the cord for the microphone and the headphones. <laughs> yeah, headbutting the microphone. No big deal. Let's get you a chewy, buddy. Yeah, let's get you a chewy. Give him the banana with the dope inside. I'm gonna give him the banana with the dope inside. Sushi is helping to move the podcast along. Yeah, he's <laughs> he is so good at that. He's so good at helping in any way whatsoever. Him's this big helper, Steve. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, so the film was originally titled Alone, but during pre-production, the title was changed to Mars, but then changed again to avoid confusion with Mission to Mars, also came out that year, and so <laughs> Red Planet, excuse me, Red Planet, you guys got a better name for Red Planet other than Amy Want Mars? Amy Want Mars. No. Um. All right, cool. Uh <laughs> 
was trying to I was trying to think of something snarky about uh, just like uh, incompetent crew. Now I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Red Death. No, no. Yeah. I don't know if that really fits, but yeah. Uh, Why Kelly. they do psyche valves on ac- on astronauts? There you go. Uh, Val Kilmer and Tom Sizemore began feuding during production. What? No. Uh, <laughs> according to reports, it all began when Val Kilmer got annoyed about a fancy exercise machine that Sizemore wanted shipped from England to the set in Australia. Eventually, the two hated each other so much, Kilmer would not come out of his trailer if Sizemore was on set, and many of their scenes together were filmed over the shoulders of photo doubles, and Kilmer reportedly refused to say Sizemore's character's name, instead saying, Hey, you. What a dunk. All right. But, but Val uh, Kilmer's known for being so easy to work with. I mean, this was after the island of Dr. Moreau. And... Oh, God. You guys. Got... Until next week. You two have seen that movie, right? I have not. <gasps> no, neither have I. I've heard the stories, though. Oh, you guys are coming back next week. Oh, what, <laughs> and what, what is, what, what's the documentary? Uh, Island of Lost Souls or something like that. Yes, you, know. you, you like about watch, the making of the honestly, Watch the making of first, and then watch the movie, and you will get <laughs> an entirely different appreciation of the movie. Who do you guys that think is the main fun. character of the Island of Doctor Moreau? Like which actor? Oh, I do know the answer to that. <laughs> I I couldn't name a single cast member besides Marlon Brando. It's uh, David Thewlis's character, right? It sure is. Yeah, David Thewlis, who barely in the movie or barely he's i don't think he's on the poster i don't think he is <laughs> he, either he legitimately broke his leg during filming yeah i mean yeah. and his spleen but they just left him there and filmed a movie without him right <laughs> also it was so sad he was the one person they didn't talk to in the documentary no <laughs> After oh. about i don't think he wanted I, I think to he's just like it. i i don't want to talk about it i'm onto the harry potter shit he's <laughs> like, like I'll be all right. um uh, given the uh, advice of my therapist, I think yeah, uh, I don't want to go back there. No, you can't and, make me. And my lawyer. Uh, <laughs> and then he brandished a gun, and they're like, "Okay, okay, okay." Hi. And then he decided to be in Basic Instinct Two instead. Was that him? was was he in that? I want to say that's right. I know, I know David Morrissey's the main guy, but oh, well, might have been my a, David's mixed up. He might have popped up as a detective or something. I could believe it. Hmm. I will look into that as you continue. I mean, if Charlotte Rampling's in it, <laughs> there's no telling who could be in that movie. Hmm. So anyway, uh, <laughs> what else I got? Woo! No, he's in there. Oh, oh! Uh, only other fun fact I have is uh, in a report back to Earth, uh, Carrie Ann Moss refers to the state of the habitat as being Tango Uniform, and as we mentioned earlier, it's the phonetic military slang for "tits up," meaning uh, "tits in the air" or "ass down." No, it means uh, dead or destroyed. Oh, it's nice to Ass that down, that. tits up. That's the way we like to. Anyway. <laughs> so, guys, we reached the most important part. What did we learn from the Red Planet? Red Planet. Uh, Diana, you want to go first? Uh, well, I learned that David Morrissey and David Thewlis are both in Basic Instinct 2. Woo! Ah, but I also so learned tits. that um, airbags save lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you yeah, I learned to always have the latest software updates installed on your military robot. <laughs> Amy, multitask. <laughs> How about you, babe? Um, I mean, I learned try not to bring a death robot on your multi-year mission. 
Where you're trapped in small tubes and on desolate planets. Excellent. I learned two very important things. One, uh, don't call somebody a pussy when you're <laughs> precariously positioned next to a canyon. I mean... <laughs> and, uh, of course, number two, you know, my arc gets really high in this low-gravity environment. <laughs> yeah. uh. Well, Ryan, Diana, thank you both so much for watching these movies with us. It's greatly appreciated. I- I'm actually glad I finally watched these ones. Yeah, uh, you're you're very welcome. It, it was a big time commitment, I have to admit, because it was like you know two movies back to back, and then I had to immediately watch Interstellar to get the taste out of my mouth. So that's like seven <laughs> hours total. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have to watch this out with the Martian or something. But uh, yeah. I, I understand you two have a social media presence of some sort. Oh yeah, uh, so you can find us um, on Instagram and the Twitter platform that some people call X at Hemcast. H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. And we're on Facebook you know at Happily hear? Aftermath. What's up? That X is going to give it to you. Oh, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I want it. <laughs> Only if you pay the subscription fee, though. They're <laughs> starting the... <laughs> that is also the case. Or get enough of your advertisements. What more? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. Babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's like a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can also find me at untidyvenus.etsy.com and on Patreon at Untidy Venus. And holy shit, I owe so many Patreon gifts. I am so sorry, Patreons. This year ate my brain and you guys suffered. But I'm going to make it up to you. Um, But also you can find me uh, at izzycrates.com. Steve? Yes. Where can we find you? Oh, well, you can find me at Untidy Venus on all. Oh, wait, that's the other one. Ah! Uh, you're on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies, mm-hmm. or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E I L F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. And all our Patreon patronizers, they should be getting their Christmas gifts right around now. I'm sorry, holiday gifts right around now. And oh man, you. Ryan and Diana don't know it yet. They're getting some cool stuff. Ooh! Wow. How, how many how many copies of The Dark Knight Rises? No, The Dark. Yeah, no, that's right. I already gave you guys that one, right? Okay, I'll try to give it to someone else. No. Uh... <laughs> Congratulations! You got Latter Day Saints Golden Scriptures videos. Oh. <laughs> nah, you guys well, are getting are the we best. Getting your mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Good point. No. <laughs> she gets The Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell her it's about Jesus. Anyway. No, no, he's the one with the makeup. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Ryan. I'm Diana. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick 
two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 